Hello, everybody. This is Dimitri Sirota, your host for Big Ideas on the Go. Uh, this is episode three, and we're excited to have uh, Roger Hale, a longtime uh, security and data security expert. Uh, before we get going, maybe Roger, you could say hello and introduce yourself very quickly. Hello to the Big Ideas on the Go. My name is Roger Hale. Um, 35 years in technology, with over 20 of those working with information security and data protection. So, Roger, what I want to really focus this podcast on is a topic we've been thinking a lot about at Big ID, and I've, I've been thinking a lot about, which is the notion of data as the new perimeter. Uh, clearly, as organizations are shifting to the cloud, um, as people care about uh, multi-cloud and hybrid cloud, you know, what does that mean for the protection and privacy of personal information and data more generally? So maybe you could talk a little bit about, uh, based on your experience at places like Brocade and Symantec and most recently at Informatica, um, what are your thoughts around data security and how is the data security landscape changing? Well, you know, it, it's funny that you say that, and I know you've been thinking about this for over four years now, so, so that's a really good thing. But it's really coming from, this is the progression of how technology has progressed, you know, from, you know, 15 years ago when Brocade asked for a update on network security and instead we started talking about overall information security to, you know, um, bringing on, you know, hosted services and creating SaaS services and then moving into cloud and public, you know, public cloud versus private cloud. It's really that trend of bringing security closer to what's actually being actioned upon. And I think that's what everyone's seeing right now as they do their digital transformations, as they go to a cloud first type environment, but also especially when they're looking at multi-cloud environments of how do, they, how do they able to protect the data wherever the data goes, instead of just looking at it of my data is in my data center, I have a moat around my data center and you know that's my first line of defense and then I'm gonna do defense in depth because I'm gonna have some access controls on top of that. But it's really, you know, earlier on they were focused more on that perimeter type, that moat type defense. And with mobile devices, with bring your own devices, you know, again, from 10 years ago, moving that forward to how data is interconnected from our professional lives to our personal lives and how we do that. It, it's really putting that attention more on how do we assure that the integrity of the data is complete wherever that data may go because data by itself isn't, isn't the real key factor. It's the ability to use that data that's that key factor. So it's not just about, I'm gonna protect it so that it can't be touched. You have to touch that data. And I think that that's what we're seeing in, those, in the trends around data security is an enablement of touching and using that data so that you have the competitive advantage of your business to really execute on your business plan and to have that competitive advantage. So part of what you're saying is really, it's, it strikes me as this notion that data really flows to where it's needed most, so whether it's mobile or cloud, data is fungible, it flows, it moves, it uh, gets transferred. So in a similar vein, this sounds like it's somewhat connected to this notion of zero trust. Uh, obviously, zero trust is beginning a lot of attention in the security world. 
Maybe you could talk a little bit about that intersection of zero trust uh, and data as the new perimeter. Well, I, th I think there's some correlation between the two, um, and and definitely on the zero trust side, it's you know to assure that you know or, or to tie to accessing the data as a big component of that data security. But I think this is more than that. Um, and I think that we've got a responsibility of not just allow data to flow where data will flow. Uh, it's definitely going to go where we need it, but, uh, but the concern is it's also going to go where we may not want it to go. And so the ideas to, you know, data being the new perimeter is setting more than one uh, authoritative or, or rule for how that data is then used or accessed. And zero, tr zero trust does that from the idea that you can't trust the perimeter, that you have to trust and you have to do have really strong identity governance and access management to be able to have multi-factors of providing access into that data. But that still revolves around just providing access and that doesn't really answer insider threat unless we look at the data actually being and the, the, the protection around the data actually being the key aspect. And, and so zero trust, I think, is a step along the way, but this is more than that. This is looking at carrying the protection of the data, but also the policies of how, how you're going to use the data um, with the data to be able to understand where the data flows for the entire life cycle of the data, not just access. So in your community of CISOs, and I think you know you're, you participate in quite a, quite a few of these networks, you know, how is that kind of rethinking around data as the new perimeter as something that you need to preserve the integrity and security of no matter where it is in the cloud or, or the data center? How does that change the way CISOs think about data? How does it change the way they act on data? I like to think that, and, and what I'm hearing from my peers, I think that there's actually an ethics role of how, of how you protect and how you and how data is actually accessed now that's falling in, and it's you're seeing that you're seeing that um, overlap very strongly with uh, privacy and data security um, because there's already an operational overlap of expectations. But but even for how that's done. Um, I, th I think it falls into real, and, and I use the term identity governance and access management earlier, and that's, that's actually a newer term. It used to be, you know, identity, identity and access management. And the governance was something else, or it was identity governance, and then it was access management. Um, but that's part of, that I think is, is that shift and the way that we're looking, we're looking at the information is the expectation of the usage of that data, the, the life cycle of that data, the governance of data access and the authorization has to be able to flow across and that lineage has to be able to be maintained where that data goes. So the, the priority or the criticality or the data classification can flow through that, you know, and, and data classification is a term now that people are very comfortable with, you know, 2007, 2008, that was too hard in the way we did that. But now today, you know, data classification is like, okay, that's, 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 we know what that is. We know how to do data handling. We know those aspects. But there's still the, um, the consideration of mapping out your data, understanding where it flows to and where it goes, so that you can bring that into your data classification to up-level that. Because you're not just solving for GDPR. You're not just solving for um, GLBA. Right, so it's not a single set of of data handling requirements or security controls in that area. 
it's solving to that common denominator of we need to do everything in this area based upon this classification of data and being able to carry that when the data flows beyond those trusted systems as well. So, so I'm curious about your take on how all of this changes in light of the current historical situation. Uh, you're at home, I'm at home, uh, there's a COVID pandemic, we're all sheltering at home. So what is this notion or how does that uh, shift some of the thinking around uh, kind of the cyber experts, those that CISO community? So they've classified the data, they get to know what data, but now people are very paranoid about how is the data potentially being misused or, or um, uh, misplaced? So what's your notion, whether it's because of COVID or because of related uh, activities like Zoom, of how that's changing just because of this particular situation in time. I think I think that that's really that's actually something that can be some more subjective and can be relative based upon the industry or the companies themselves. So I think that there's companies today that have and and a lot of the startups are this way to where you know work from home or be able to access um, cloud services where you where you live and where you operate has been a part of that every day and people that have and people and companies that that have gone to the cloud early or have been in the cloud for for some time now they have already solved this challenge which is the difference between having your data center everyone goes to the office you're all on your corporate network your corporate connections communications are all tied together and again that's a perimeter right that's that perimeter and and COVID-19 is actually breaking up that perimeter as well and brings more justification to date to having data as that perimeter. You know, last little Friday, I was working from Austin, Texas. Today I'm working from Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm still social distancing, but people still have to be able to move and have to take care of their personal responsibilities at a time like this. That's two separate home networks and two separate internet connectivities for me to be able to operate on. And, but the saturation that everyone now has this issue, it's not just um, a challenge with the sales team and with sales engineers and sales who are obviously always mobile. This is now a, so this is now a full company challenge and that creates a higher risk because now all data is flowing across those channels. So how do you see this evolving? So one day COVID will pass. Will that accelerate the move to the cloud, the move to mobile, the move to remote work? And if so, what does that mean for data security and the notion that data is the new perimeter? I, I, I think it's gonna leapfrog. I think it's gonna escalate this entire conversation. Uh, the, I've heard from my peers and I've heard from companies to where they're considering limiting going back into a corporate office type environment. Uh, and that's just one aspect. This situation, this, you know, this global situation has created and proven that with a change of behaviors, with a change of uh, awareness and different, different styles of communication, the operational effectiveness of a business doesn't reside upon that office building or that perimeter. I think there's going to be more opportunity to expand to work where you are and provide value and, and bring that value into your company. You know, you, you've heard two different things. You've heard productivity has gone down. You've heard productivity has gone up based upon how companies have executed on this. 
but the lessons learned over this time frame, I, I, I see that as building this new dynamic of how do we execute to be effective no matter where across the globe we are to truly have this global community of technology and to be able to execute on our mission plans and on our business plans, regardless of headquarters is where. Okay. Uh, maybe on that note, uh, we will wrap up. Uh, thank you, Roger. I think you'll be speaking more on this subject of data as a new perimeter at an upcoming Big ID Digital Summit uh, being scheduled for June, uh, where there'll be a number of panelists uh, talking about how does cloud and COVID and mobility uh, and remote work, how does that all change the data security and privacy landscape? Uh, so, Roger, I want to thank you again uh, for joining us from Las Vegas, formerly from Austin. Uh, and we look forward to hearing more from you on this topic. Thank you very much, Dimitri. I look forward to the summit in June, be, getting more time and more interaction, looking into diving into these challenges and how we can solve them. So thank you again, Roger Hale, and thank you everybody for joining us on our latest podcast on Is Data the New Perimeter? Uh, for those of you that already haven't done so, uh, please subscribe to our podcast. We'll be having additional guests talking about data protection, data privacy, and data governance, and where it goes from here. Um, you can find Big ID's podcast on Apple, on Stitcher, and many other online services. And we look forward to hearing from you uh, in the comments section. Please like us if you can, and we will talk to you next time. Thank you.